your name your name is great and wonderful you said in your word if you be lifted up that you would draw all men women boys and girls unto you so father we just bless you and we praise you thank you thank you for the presence of the lord that's in this place tonight the anointing of god is here you're moving you're orchestrating you're setting in motion all that you want to do in us through us and around us so we give vent now to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for being Jehovah Jireh. You are our supplier. You're meeting all of our needs, Father. You're touching our mind, our body, our soul, and our spirits. As we just praise you and bless you. Thank you, Father, as you protect us and keep us. Thank you for your hand of protection is upon us that you're orchestrating in our lives. We pray, God, that you will continually move in our lives thank you for blessing this ministry we lift this ministry up to you thank you for what you're doing in this ministry and what you're going to do father we'll have great expectation for we know that you're not through with us so we just bless you and we praise you thank you for our leader thank you father that the hand of god is upon him the anointing of the Spirit of God is moving in his life as he, as he leads us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. Thank you for giving all of us this common testimony that it was good for us to have been here in this place at this time. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise. Amen. We thank God for his goodness. Thank God for his graciousness, his kindness. Amen. Bless his name. Just reminded that on tomorrow uh, at 7.30, the district meeting will take place uh, in Downey, California. That's tomorrow and Friday. Amen. If you can come, we certainly would appreciate it. Amen. And pray for the services that will take place. Amen. Praise God. We're praying for, like Elder Henderson said, our uh, nation and state of California and just first God politics in general, general and uh, civic leaders in general glory to God and just people that have uh, been uh, voted into office and, and trust that they will praise God uphold uh, the wishes of the people amen and we're just praying uh, for deliverance and victory and uh, the swift appointment of God's will. Amen. 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 And the one of the things we have to do is trust in the Lord. Amen. And lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him and he shall direct our paths. Amen. For which we are grateful. Upcoming, praise God, we have this Sunday. Amen. The uh, actually starting Saturday, which is the 24th, I think. Uh, we'll have the movie gathering for all of the uh, auxiliaries and departments, praise God, that will take place at the, uh, what's the name of the movie theater? Harkins Movie Theater in Chino. Is that Chino Hills or Chino? Chino Hills. At one thirty. Dr. Time, amen. So govern yourselves accordingly, amen, and looking forward to a great time in the Lord. And then, praise God, uh, that next day, which would be that Sunday, amen, will be uh, Community Day here at 
Faith Center, amen. And looking forward to a good time, praise God in the Lord, and having a wonderful experience and providing the people a wonderful experience uh, in the worship experience, amen? amen? Amen. So we're just thanking God for that. Thank God for all the volunteers and people that are working behind the scenes and uh, to make this an elaborate and uh, successful event and we thank God for the volunteering of their services unto the Lord. Amen? Amen. And also to Faith Center. Praise God. We're looking forward to it. Hope we are inviting people to come. Amen. And reaching out to others and we just give God praise for it. Amen. Amen. Looking forward to the Lord's blessing. Uh, hallelujah. What else is happening this week? I missed something. Is that it? Okay, then praise God. Uh, we're going to study a little bit on tonight in the book of St. John. Uh, the book of what? St. John. John, not little John, not the John 1, 2, and 3, but the Apostle John, dear John, the beloved John, amen, and his writing. Uh, now, we should be familiar with the fact that uh, if we're not, then we're going to inform you tonight that John, uh, there, are, there are four Gospels, and they are the books of what? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those are the four Gospels. Three of those Gospels are termed the Synoptic Gospels. Three out of the Four. The fourth one, which is John, is not considered to be one of those Gospels. And the reason uh, that John is a little bit different because of the way John opens, and then I'll give you another explanation too, but it's contributing to the fact that he, uh, John's writings are different than the other three. The other three, the word synoptic means alike. John is not like the other three uh, because he's writing from a different perspective. Amen. And so, uh, whereas the other three, Matthew, Mark, Luke, uh, are introducing you to Jesus, the historical Jesus, John just assumes you know he's already historical and he just comes to hit you with, I'm introducing the word. I'm introducing the, the word and the word was with God and the word was God so in the beginning was the word and so he hits us right off the bat with in the beginning was the word and one of the reasons why also John's different than the Matthew, Mark and Luke is, uh, is because of the fact that Matthew, Mark and Luke write their books from or writes uh, the historical Jesus from the ministry standpoint of doing his ministry work in uh, the, the territory of Galatia he's a, he's a Galilean and so most of the works that Jesus did that are recorded by Matthew, Mark and Luke are from Galilee, the Sea of Galilee now, the Sea of Galilee, we know this is up north, first God, of the city of Jerusalem. Amen? 
Okay, I got a couple. Amen. The rest of you probably be trying to visualize it. Amen. But it is fact that the Sea of Galilee ministry that Matthew, Mark, and Luke primarily write about, now they also include some parts of Jerusalem and Judea, but for the most part, their ministry, their writing about the historical Jesus is the work that he did in around the Sea of Galilee. Now, John's writing, praise God, is from a historical point of view of the ministry that took place by Jesus in the area primarily, not only, but primarily in Jerusalem. Everybody gather that? It's in what? Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Now, Jerusalem is in the southern part, and that's the part that where Jesus left Jerusalem to go to uh, Galilee because he was escaping and getting away from the people that were threatening him in Jerusalem. You follow? Okay, he was being threatened in Jerusalem that if he were to preach and do the things he was doing, the miracles, that they were going to kill him. So it wasn't his time to be killed, so he left and went up north to Sea of Galilee, and that's where we get Matthew, Mark, and Luke from. But when, you, when it comes down to the ministry that he did in Galilee, uh, not Galilee, in uh, Jerusalem, in the southern part in Judea, praise God. Now, John also includes some parts where he did the ministry work of Galilee, but for the most part, John is in Jerusalem. When he writes, he's in Jerusalem. Amen? Okay, so that's one of the reasons why the stories that you will see in John, you won't see in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. But you see those same stories, the same story you see in Matthew, primarily you'll see those same stories in Mark and Luke because they, they copy one another and they also uh, pass it on from one generation to another and they're all writing from the same perspective. But when it comes to John, like even the story that we're going to deal with tonight, which is prior to uh, the story of uh, the resurrection of Lazarus, it's not recorded anywhere else except in the book of John. And it's in the 11th chapter of the book of John that you'll find the story of the book of, La I mean, the story of Lazarus. But you won't find that in any of the other gospels because, remember, it is not taking place in the area that they were writing around. They were writing about, praise God, this area here. So I want you to call your attention tonight to, we're going to study one of those chapters, which is chapter 10, which is the... Uh, the the chapter just before uh, chapter eleven, but I want you to uh, I want to pick out some points here uh, that we, as we go through this uh, writing of the book of John uh, in 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 chapter ten. Is everybody with me? Amen. Okay, uh, starts off verily, verily I what say unto you. He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. Now, you have to understand, in the areas of Jerusalem, when they had sheepfolds, praise God, they had one door that entered into the sheepfold. They had what? One door that entered into the sheepfold. And the shepherd would go through that one door to access the sheep. 
And if you went up any other way, if you came in, and there's no other way you could get into the sheep that uh, was not some other ulterior motive that you were operating in. Praise God, because the only way the shepherd would come in would come through the door. Amen. It's only one entrance, and that was to the door. Now, it's very important that you understand uh, that uh, concept of what he's talking about here, because Jesus is going to say to you, I am the door. Now, so that means that any other way, amen, is not going, is the wrong way, amen, it's not going to get you the access to the powers of, of Jesus Christ to the sheep, okay, now, but he that entered in by the door is the shepherd, now, he that entered by the door is the what, shepherd, the door is the right way of entering into the sheep and having access to the sheep, so he says that anybody that comes to the door uh, is is the shepherd, Amen. Now there's some uniqueness about this shepherd. There's somewhat uniqueness about this shepherd. Uh, he that entered in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and now this is the part that you need to hear. And what? And the sheep hear his voice. Once you've been around sheep long enough and you are a shepherd or, or, or a person that takes care of the sheep, been assigned to it, the sheep began to recognize your voice. The sheep began to what recognize your voice. And they know when it's you talking and when a stranger is talking. Amen. It's, it's, it's like uh, having a pet. Uh, I think some of you here have dogs in, uh, in your house as pets or I think I know of one amen but amen uh, for the most part uh, I, I can't say for the most part I just say that some people just don't like dogs in their house uh, right amen uh, but dogs have a way of knowing you and knowing your voice amen I remember I had a, a, a German shepherd and the German shepherd was very smart. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he was dumb, you said, but he was smart. He act dumb sometimes, but he was smart. Because uh, what I would do was, because uh, he was running all over the yard, tearing up my yard, tearing up my grass, tearing up my fence. He was digging underneath the fence. He was making holes and all this kind of stuff. And, and, but I never caught him. I never caught him doing it and I think he knew I never caught him because what I did was I'm going to catch him I'm going to catch him and so what I did was I, I would open up the door and as soon as I would open up the sliding glass door that led to the backyard he would run in the doghouse and then he, he, he would peek around and look to see if I was coming you know and as long as he didn't see me coming he's you know, he, he was free to do his thing. Amen. But as soon as I opened that door, he would take off and go right back in the doghouse and act like he'd been there all the time. You know, and 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 so he recognized me. Uh, I don't know if he knew my voice or not, but he just recognized my presence. 
that I was there, praise God, and he would run and hide, and he would do it. And, and, and every time I would do that, glory to God, I said, boy, he is a smart dog. Amen, because he knew I, I was looking to catch him, but he just wouldn't let me catch him because he was just trying to outsmart me, amen. But sheep are not as dogs, praise God, but they do recognize your voice. They do recognize what your voice. Now, look what he said. To him, the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. And he calleth his own sheep by name. And what? And, and leadeth them out. He, sheep get to know other sheep. I mean, the shepherd gets to know the sheep. And he'll call them out by name. Amen. And tell them to come and go and, and, and do. And, and, and they obey him. Uh, and when he put it forth his own sheep, and when he put it forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. Now, a shepherd is a good, a good leader. A shepherd is not going to ask the sheep, praise God, you know, to do something that, uh, th that they cannot perform. And he's going to help them by uh, leading and guiding them into the right path. Amen. Amen. Now, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. That's just like us, praise God, today. And, and this is the comparison that he's saying is that we ought to get to know the voice of God so that we're not following other voices, amen, that are not of God, amen. We ought to know, to be able to distinguish between when God is speaking and when we're, to, we're speaking or the enemy is speaking or when the adversary is speaking, amen. So God wants us to get to know his voice. Amen. And this getting to know his voice comes out of relationship with him. Now, and a stranger they will they not follow. A stranger they will not follow, but will flee from him. For they knew they know not the voice of strangers. When a stranger comes, praise God, and does something, go to God, then they won't obey that command. Because they know the voice of the shepherd. And they become familiar with the voice of the shepherd. And the shepherd's voice is the guiding voice that they're looking for. And so the voice that brings them comfort, brings them praise God. They know something good is going to come when they hear that voice. Amen. And so it's the same thing with us. We ought to know that something good is about to follow when we hear the voice of God. Amen. Something good is about to happen when we hear that voice. Then said Jesus unto them. Again, verily I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. No, notice what he said, I am the what? There's only how many doors? One door. And he says, I am that door. Amen. I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are what? Thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. The sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be what? Saved. So the way of salvation is coming through Jesus Christ, the shepherd of the sheep. Jesus Christ, the shepherd of the sheep, is the way, because he says, I am the door that gives you access, praise God, to the Father and to all the benefits and to all the things that you need. There's only one door, amen, and I am that door. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, be saved and shall go in and out and find 
pasture. You're going to find nourishment, praise God, when you hear the voice of the shepherd because the shepherd is going to lead you to the pathway, praise God, that leads to feeding and that leads for nourishment to you, amen, and to build you up. But he said, but now there is, praise God, a person that is called the thief. Now, the thief is not the shepherd. The thief is what? Not the shepherd. The thief is a stranger. But for the thief, the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's his objective. And, and he's not coming in the way through the door. Remember now, the thief, the thief is not coming through the door. The thief is going to come through the, the, the fence or up the side or some other way, but he's not going to come in through the door. The thief coming not for the steal, to kill, and to destroy, but he said, but I am come that they might have what? Life, and that they may have it more abundantly. So Jesus says, I come to enhance your life. I come to what? Enhance your life, to make it more abundant. Glory to God. And so uh, whenever we run into trouble, we ought to look to the one who gives us the abundance of life. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. I am the what? The good shepherd. So it must be a bad shepherd. Because he says, I am the good shepherd. And the good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep, which is proven by the death of Jesus Christ. Amen. Who died for our sins. Died, praise God, to make us whole again. Died that we might have life and access to life. Glory to God. And so he sacrificed his life that we might live. Amen. But So that's the shepherd of the sheep. But he that is an hireling. Uh, hireling would be a person that is hired for wages. Uh, hireling, praise God, and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth <laughs> the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth. The job of the shepherd is to keep the wolf from scattering the sheep. The job of the shepherd is to protect the sheep from the wolf. Amen. Bless the Holy Name. And so Jesus says, Lord of God, I am the way that's going to protect you from the wolf. Amen. I'm the one that's going to keep you from the evil of this day. Bless the Name. The hireling does what? Fleeth. Because he is a hireling and careth not for the sheep. There are, there are some people that have jobs that they love to do. And when you find a person who has a job they love to do, amen, the job that they love to do is not arduous and it's not tasking, it's not, it doesn't give you burnout. Why? Because you enjoy it. It's a pleasure to do it. And you feel good doing it. And, but if you are only there to get paid, if you're only there to what to get paid and you really don't like what you're doing you 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 don't care about the company you just care about getting a check and whether you work for the check or not doesn't matter the fact is I just want my check 
Amen. And and so whether I work for it or don't work for it, glory to God is is, is doesn't matter. The, the point is, I just need to get my check because I, that's what I was hired to do. I'm here. I've done what I was required to do. And, and probably I did the minimum of what was required of me, praise God, to get this check. And so I'm expecting that check and don't have no problem with me, praise God. You won't have any problem with me as long as I get my check. But don't ask me to stay over. Don't ask me to go and do more than what's necessary. Because, glory to God, I'm, I'm just hired to do this job. You follow? All right. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. But there are people, praise God, even the same thing, the principle applies in church. There, there, there are some people, praise God, they won't do anything unless they get paid. Not here. Not among this group. <clears throat> But there are people like that, praise God, that won't. But I was listening to Sister G today as she was talking to the women of the church. And she was asking several of them to cook for the upcoming event that we're going to have on Sunday. And she wanted them to bake cakes and cookies and that kind of thing at their expense. Now, the response of a hireling is going to be how much you paying me amen that's the response of a hire I, I'm, I'm, I ain't baking no cakes until you pay me that's the response of a hire but the people that are dedicated to God and I'm not doing this to give you a snow job but I'm just saying that this is the principle that he's talking about here glory to God that people that are uh, committed or like the shepherd praise God and so these ladies not only did they volunteer to do it this time but they volunteered to do it last time and so that's a lot of nerve to have somebody keep doing it for free uh, amen but Sister G has a lot of nerves She's a good chef. She don't, she don't mind asking. <laughs> Hallelujah. And, and 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 really, I thank God for like people like Sister Lindsay, Amen. Who her business is catering. Now that's her business is catering. She gets paid to cater, and yet you'll see her out there working. Praise God, hard, and her even her crew is out there working hard and she's not getting paid to do that, amen, but she just voluntarily does that and so we thank you for that sister, and not only you but others of you here that also volunteer your service and do the things that you do and we just certainly do appreciate it amen so, glory to God, but my point is, praise God, that Jesus is the shepherd that gives his life for the sheep. He makes sacrifices because he loves the sheep. The hireling says, uh-uh, not going to happen. Not going to happen until I get something from it. Amen? Now, we thank God. Amen. Because, you know, there are some rules and regulations that you have to follow. Amen. That require you to pay people. There are some rules and regulations that require you to pay people. Amen. 
Amen. So you wouldn't expect those people you that required that you're required to pay, Amen, to volunteer their service because in most part it's illegal. Because if they do work, you have to pay them. Uh, that's all right. All right. Well, you'll, you'll catch on later. Now, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. I, you know, I know you, you know me. As a father knoweth me, even so now I the father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I what? I lay down my life. So that's indication of a voluntary laying down. That he didn't have to, but he volunteered to do it. He didn't what? Have to. He didn't, there's no pay he's going to get, praise God, for volunteering to lay down his life. Amen? All right, glory to God. And, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. So apparently there are many folds, but one flock. Mm. There are what? Many folds, but one flock. We're all part of the family of God. But we may have different affiliations or different titles or different positions, praise God. And that, that means you're part of a fold, but you're also a member of the flock. And Jesus was saying, I have some other people, praise God, some other Gentiles that I got to bring into this flock, praise God, that are not of this fold. You follow? And praise God. So we cannot neglect those individuals that are not of this fold because they're not of this fold. We cannot neglect them in our outreach ministries. Come on, say amen. Bless the whole name. So we have to reach out to everyone, amen, that's a member of the fold, but although they may not be a member of the fold that you are so associated with or affiliated with, but yet they are members of the flock. They're members of the what? Flock, which, are the, which is the family of God. Now, praise God. I, I was watching my brother Jeremiah here. I don't know where he comes from. Don't know his background. Don't know anything about it. Is Richard? Oh, it's Jimmy. Where did I get Jeremiah from? Oh, oh, I'm all confused then. So, okay, so you're J Jimmy. Oh, James? James is more biblical. <laughs> Hallelujah. Excuse me, I apologize to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, you play well, James. Hallelujah. And I, I, I enjoy your, your ministry work. Amen. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Well, I know I was going to use him as an example, but I can't remember now what the example was. <laughs> yeah, he's maybe right. I don't thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, and, and I don't know where he's from, praise God, or what his background is, or what church he played for in the past. But I do know he's playing well for this church. Amen. And he acts like he's been around us for a long time. Amen. So let's give praise to James. Amen. Thank you, James, for that. And your saxophone playing is just outstanding. Amen. Amen. It causes us to just move. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
So he says, I have other sheep of the, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring. And therefore doth my father love me because I lay down my life, what? That I might take it again. I give it up voluntarily. I lay it down. I sacrifice it, glory to God, that they may have life. And, th and notice what he says. No man taketh it from me. So, so let's get it straight from the beginning. Praise God. They're not killing me. I'm laying down my life. Amen. They're not, you know, taking advantage of me. I'm laying down. I'm volunteering to lay down my life. And I lay it down of myself. It's my own decision. I have power to lay it down. And I have power to what? Take it again. This commandment I received of the Father, of my Father. There was a division, therefore, against, again, among the Jews for these sayings. They were controversial. Jews didn't understand it. They couldn't perceive him. They thought he was blasphemous. They thought, praise God, that he was speaking uh, blasphemy against God. And many of them said they, he hath a devil and is mad. Why hear ye him? Why are you listening to him? He's crazy. Others said, these are not the words of him that hath a devil. <laughs> Can a devil open the eyes of the blind? And it was at Jerusalem, the feast of the dedication, and it was winter. And Jesus walked in the temple of, in Solomon's porch. There came the Jews around about him and said unto him, How long dost thou make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Stop fooling us, giving us these parables and speaking praise God and other things that we can't understand and can't decipher. We don't fully understand what you're saying. Just speak plainly and tell us, are you the Christ or not? And Jesus answered them, I told you, and you believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. People will look at what you do and praise God and judge you. And the Bible says um, they will see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So you're not just working for yourself. You're working to illustrate God. You're working to illustrate the presence of God in these individuals' lives who do not know him. Amen. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But you believe not because you are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, and that's pretty hard language. Praise God, but it's true. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. Because they follow me, they're going to do what I tell them to do. They're going to follow in my steps and my instructions and the things that I'm given. Praise God, they're going to inherit eternal life. I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. They shall what? Never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. So the enemy cannot snatch you from the hands of God. The enemy cannot what snatch you from the hands of God. My father which gave them me is greater than all. You have to know that God is the greatest. Amen. God is greater than anything. God is greater than any force. 
Anything that might come against you, God is greater than it. It's greater than all. That no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. So, praise God, don't think that the enemy is trying, to, that God is trying to put stuff on you. Come on, that you cannot bear. Don't think God's trying to take advantage of you and your loyalty and your commitment to him. Bless the Lord, and God loves you. And God, in the Bible says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall what? Not perish, but have what? everlasting life so Jesus came praise God to give us life and that more abundantly the enemy the thief comes but, but to steal to kill and destroy so if you got opposition coming at you it's probably the devil the devil your adversary is coming against you well bless his name and he's seeking whom he may devour and who he likes to get is the people that operate on the uh, extreme ends, praise God, or perimeter, praise God, where the, they are vulnerable. Amen. Why not get into the middle of the, the kingdom and, and live, praise God, in protection of God's will. Now, and they shall never purse, neither shall any man pluck them out of my mouth. My Father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hand. I and my father are one. Now here's where he's going to get in trouble. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, many good works have I showed you and done from my father. Which, is, which of these works do you stone me? Why are you stoning me for good works? So which of the good works are you stoning me for? The Jews answered him saying, For good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy. Because that thou being a man, maketh thyself what? God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law? I said you are of God. And that's Psalms, I think, 86 and verse 2. 82 and verse 6. Psalm 82, verse 6. You can turn it at your leisure. If he be called then God, if he called them gods unto whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, say ye of him whom the Father had sanctified, and what? And sent into the world, this thou blasphemest, because I said I am the son of God. If I do not the works of my Father, believe me not. But if I do, though ye believe not me, believe the works, that you may know and believe that the Father is in me, and I were in him. Therefore they sought again to take him, but he escaped out of their hand. God will protect you. God will what? Protect you. Sometimes he'll hide you in the pavilion. Amen. And went away again beyond Jordan into the place where John at first baptized, and there he abode. And many resorted unto him and said, John did no more miracle, did no miracles, but all things that John spake of this man were true. And many, what? Believed on him there. Glory to God. Amen. So John concludes, glory to God, and the work 
of the ministry that Jesus did around about Jerusalem at this particular time as he taught the people, praise God, on uh, the sheep and the shepherd and the door, go to him being the good shepherd and the door, go to God that opens up the passageway to all of us to have access to God, go to God, and we just give God praise for today. Amen? Come on, give him praise. So, if your outreach ministry, praise God, is only reaching those that are already saved, if you're only talking to people that are already saved, you only fellowship with people that are already saved, go to God, then you need to expand your thought process and reach out to that other fold that are not of this fold. Praise God, amen, but they have, uh, God wants them to have the same access that you have to him and he's going to be the door that has opened up that passageway to do so. Amen. Thank God for the share and care ministry. Come on. Amen. Thank God for prototypes. And thank God for the prison ministry. Amen. They reach people that are not of this fold. Amen. They reach out to people. Glory to God. And we thank God for them. Amen. I trust the ice cream social went well. All right. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't know how I got mixed up in there. Somebody said I was coming for ice cream. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. But I wasn't going to come for just ice cream. Hallelujah. Blessed name. I'll be known as the pastor that only shows up for ice cream. <laughs> Glory to God. We don't want that. Hallelujah. Somebody give God praise. Thank you, Lord. All right. It's offering time. Come on. Let's thank you. Let's give thanks for our deaconess, amen, that are so faithful and bless his holy name. 